So now that we're all nice and stretched, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to Poké Sports. Uh, I'm here with X-Ray Zivation, Kevin, of course. How are you doing, Kevin? Hello, good. And you, Mike? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> Guys, this is a competitive Pokemon podcast. Uh, the the name, I have to say, was was uh, a, a genius contribution by by Kevin, uh, Thank you. That was like the best name that I've ever heard. <laughs> it's also the simplest name you've ever it's heard. It's the simplest. And that's that's the point, right? It's it's so simple and clean. And that's the way that I'm feeling tonight. Simple uh, and clean. We yeah. showered before this podcast. <laughs> half of us did. <laughs> <laughs> Which half you guys will decide. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> so guys, uh, this is going to be the the leak free uh, first episode of, of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Of course, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield isn't out yet, so uh, we, we have to kind of deal with just the information that we've been given. Um, but we're going to keep it to only the information that has been uh, given through the Pokemon company um, for, for tons of reasons. But the main one being some people were trying to stay leak free. Some people were trying to stay not listening to uh, to, to Twitter and all of their uh, you know, true or not true, uh, ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately, I was not one of those people. <laughs> I mean, me neither. <laughs> but it's right? okay. like, we both know too much, but we're not gonna, but <laughs> we're that, gonna keep you know it. what? Knowing too much is what made us hyped to start this podcast. I mean, that's true. Exactly. So right. there that is. So something good came out of spoiling ourselves. It's true. So the episode before uh, Sword and Shield comes out, which is this one, is going to be just all about, um, you know, what what VGC was and uh, what what we know so far and some of the, the really interesting things happening in the competitive scene. Uh, and then next week we're going to, you know, since it's going to be still kind of a new uh, new time for Sword and Shield, it'll only have been out for like three days um, we're going to talk more about battles in general. So, uh, a little bit of, of what you need to know, uh, before going into battling and, and all that, like kind of a, a traveler's guide. Yeah. Um, next week is definitely a big week, especially since, uh, we finally get to, to talk about the big new Pokedex yeah. that is going to be out. So definitely a big week next week. Yeah. That one's going to be an exciting but one. But this week is even better because it's the first week. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, so just to give you a little bit of uh, overview, a little bit more about about Pokesports. So we're going to be talking about the evolving metagame of Pokemon. So we're talking about the esports behind Pokemon. Uh, we're going to explain the basics of VGC, the basics of battling in general um, and, and that kind of thing. Uh, if you're listening to us on Twitch right now, if you're one of the, the people in the chat, uh, make sure you're saying hi. Uh, we're happy to have you. If you're listening to us on YouTube uh, every every Wednesday, then again, we're, we're happy to have you there, too. Um, or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, we're going to be uh, over there soon, too. That's going to be pretty interesting, pretty exciting. And if you are watching us on YouTube or listening to this on your podcast, then we stream this every Sunday mm -hmm. on Twitch. On Right now, it's still just Mike. It might change in the future, but if it does, we'll let you know. Exactly. Uh, we do that every Sunday around 9 p.m. is mm -hmm. usually when... Which which would be the best time for you guys to, you know, get your questions in, have us answer them, listen to, to your VGC and your competitive Pokemon news, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. And on the topic of questions, uh, we will be answering questions at the end of our show. But if you want to leave us a question to answer, uh, simply type uh, exclamation mark question before your question uh, and that should index it properly for us. Um, again, we're going to go through all of those questions at the end. And uh, we'll, we'll have a good time. Now, obviously, uh, donation questions, if you're on Twitch right now, uh, will have plus one priority on Twitch. Uh, so if you're looking to support the podcast at any point when you're listening and you want to ask us a question, uh, please, please feel free to do that. Um, and of Pod course, yeah, go ahead. Podcasts cost money. So any donation helps because they'll just help us continue with this podcast. All proceeds go directly back into this podcast. Exactly. Me and Mike both have full-time jobs. We both have our own channels, our own YouTube. We're doing this right now for fun and to see where it goes. And exactly. if we can get it to that point where it can be self-sustainable, then all power to it. All power to it. Um, and of course, on that note, subscribing always helps us out. So uh, feel free to to do that we'll be calling you guys out at the end of the at the end of the uh, episode so i think without uh without kind of any further ado let's get 
into it. All right. And I do already see uh, an exclamation mark question. Thank you so much. We will be answering those at the very end. All right. Oh, look at that. So first thing that we want to talk about, we're talking about the improved techniques for Pokemon training. I don't know if you've seen uh, the the YouTube um, video that came out from the Pokemon company a little while ago, but they, they dropped this this video that was so, so, so obviously for the competitive players. And it was just it was a treasure trove of information that we just want to unpack for you guys today. Um, so much changed in yeah. comparison. Oh, my gosh. Kevin, how it's do you feel about the, the changes in general? I think too deep. Hmm. without getting too deep. OK, I think that they're definitely it's definitely a breath of fresh air because yes. the biggest problem with competitive in previous generations or seasons was how difficult how difficult because competitive is built into different stages when it comes to Pokemon. You start off with uh, your team building phase, which is very tedious, very long, very difficult, especially if you're trying to do it legitimately. Right. That's the longest phase. And then after you team build, you go out and you perform with your team. You go mm -hmm. and try to try it out in battles. But the issue is, if your team doesn't meet expectations, you have to redo your first phase again and redo that whole team building phase exactly. again. And that's where it becomes tedious. That's where um, I think ha that's where like competitive Pokemon has had the biggest turnoff. So the fact that they're implementing these new techniques for you know, cutting down that beginning phase, it's still going to be there, but it's going to be a lot shorter is definitely yeah. necessary. That's very true. Okay. Uh, so let, let's get into some of those changes. So first mm -hmm. off, uh, they, they went into this screen and they showed us this selection of, of mints. Uh, now what do these mints do? They, they change the nature of each Pokemon to its specific uh, mint type. So a modest mint will change a Pokemon's nature to modest. And what does modest do again? Is that a uh, special a, attack up attack down? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that, so each, each nature increases a stat by, by 10% and decreases a stat by 10%. Um, are there any exceptions to that rule actually? Uh, some don't do anything. Ah. There's some neutral natures. But neutral yeah. natures yeah right uh so here they were showing a modest nature onto the pikachu changing its nature to modest which is you know one of the main things that people breed for uh kind of the first thing that you breed for is is nature before you get into mm -hmm. evs and ivs and all that stuff um yeah i, I remember uh when we were looking at this at first we like right <laughs> at the top there lonely mint who? Just in case you want a lonely Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> can you, ima can you imagine lonely? like a real life scenario of these mints actually working on you? And like you, you eat a candy and it determines your mood for the rest of that day. <laughs> Charisma bar. <laughs> oh, this is, my, this is my courage marshmallow. I pop that in and I'm good to go. I love that. I want to be a little naive today. Let's <laughs> be a little naive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's... <laughs> Are we being too? How many hasty mints have we had today? Oh my <laughs> god, this is going to be now. such a meme. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> have a little bit less, uh, a little bit less naive mints. Why don't you? Um, oh, so yeah, geez. what does this mean? It means it means there's no more breeding for natures. Um, it means you mm -hmm. don't have to drop your Pokemon off at the daycare to, you know, breed for natures. That's amazing. Which used to take a while, especially yeah. if you didn't have a, a backbone Pokemon to work off of. You just have to literally sit there until you get lucky and get the you one you want. You have to roll it. You have to yeah. just roll it. And there's a lot of natures. <laughs> there's a lot of natures. All right, next off, um, they gave us base stat supplements. Now, base stat supplements are not the, uh, they're not new, but no. what is new and what is so exciting for this game is Absolutely. that you don't have to just, or rather you can use more than 10. All right. So you can use a full set of 26. I would recommend 25 uh, base mm -hmm. stat supplements to get your Pokemon to its max stat that you're trying to trying to um, upgrade. Now, me and Mike yesterday, yeah. we, we were we were going over, you know, the topics for today and we came across the stat supplement topic. And, and yeah. when we first originally watched this trailer that released like weeks ago, we kind of glazed over this because we we're like, oh. Calcium, carbos, iron. We know what those do. <laughs> mm -hmm. We don't have to go over this. Mm -hmm. But then we looked at it, and the fact that there's no more, like, limit cap, because if you guys don't know before, it was 
you can use these uh, these supplements until 100, but you had to yeah. do the rest on your own. But now that's gone. So you technically don't even have to battle Pokemon in the wild to get the right EVs that you want mm -hmm. on Pokemon anymore. Or do any super training or anything like that. Yeah, nothing. No. Again, nothing tedious. Just something that'll probably cost a couple of, of bucks. But if you guys can see on the screenshot that you have on your screen right now, mm -hmm. this person has a lot in their inventory, like more than you'd be able to have in previous games. So <laughs> we are thinking, you know, maybe the game like just hands it over to you in random items maybe they're just super cheap in a shop or you know maybe game free maybe just it's decided post to game maybe yeah. it's i don't know um or maybe money is is more easily accessible who knows um, yeah. but you you can see here that uh they they gave a little uh highlight just to just to really hammer home that like yeah no when you use 26 calcium it's going to bring your special attack on a gengar that is what level 47 from yeah. special attack 140 to special attack 170 so it works it works mm -hmm. now which is fantastic oh my god i can't believe that it's um, so good yeah. the, the one thing that i will say and i, I kind of mentioned this a little bit at the beginning is remember only use 25 you yes. can use 26 but if you use 26 you're going to ruin your pokemon because Pokemon <laughs> allow for 510 EV points. All right. And we're going to get further in. If you don't know what those are, we'll get further into it later. Um, Pokemon allow for 510 EV points. So you can put 255. Yes, 255 stats of um, special attack for Gengar's sake and 255 for speed. But uh, you only get one stat every four points. So the way that that, that kind of um, distributes is if you have 252 um, of a certain stat, then you'll get, uh, you know, the, the max. That 255, that's just three wasted points. Uh, same thing with speed. If you get 255, that's three wasted points in uh, EV points in speed. So if you just will go up to 252 with, say, 25 calcium uh, and two uh, wings, I believe they they were the items that did one EV. Is that right? Yeah, it's like pretty wing, healthy wing. Yeah, right. Things Those kind like of that. wings. Then you'll have six EV points left over, which can give you one extra stat, which is kind of negligible. But I mean, use it, right? No, no, no. I have to go back to what you said, Mike. Tell me. It will ruin your Pokemon. It will ruin your Pokemon. <laughs> There's no in between that one stat. It matters. It will one, ruin your. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you got, you've lived at one HP before. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. So, you know, <laughs> one health matters. Every point matters. All right. Uh, and then, of course, there were some uh, extra changes. And let me just go down here. Oh, look at this. So on top of the base stat supplements, on top of the nature mints, we now have the ability to pass over egg moves to other parents. Now, again, for a lot of people, that's going to sound like complete gibberish, but hear me out on this. Previously, when you had to go to the daycare, you had, or when you went to the daycare to try and breed Pokemon to get your proper natures, to get your proper IVs, to get what have you, uh, one of the things that you had to breed for were egg moves. So you had to put, say, a Pichu in with, or a Pikachu rather, that had a certain move in with like an, a, another Pokemon that didn't have that move to breed the Pikachu's move onto that Pokemon. Now, now, you get to put the father and the mother in the daycare at the same time. Or the ditto. Any, or the ditto. And, <laughs> uh, well, that ditto doesn't have any egg moves, so that doesn't work. Oh, that's true. Yeah, never mind. Anyway, um, the mother or the father will pass their egg moves that they just happen to have onto the parent that doesn't. That's trust me when I say that's amazing. Yes, that's, that's, that's incredible, honestly. That's incredible. And it passes all of them, mm -hmm. not just one of them, yep. all of them. <laughs> Take a look at, at this screenshot that I took from that same, same video. They put a, uh, a female uh, Sylveon in with a male Sylveon, which, you know, will be producing an Eevee. But um, the Moonblast and the, the empty uh, selections that the male Sylveon has and the full uh, move sets that the female Sylveon had were passed over. So look at that. 
Now the male Sylveon has Moonblast, Wish, Charm, and Yawn. All of those three, which are egg moves, moved over from the female Sylveon. Now, another thing worth mentioning is that you don't even get an Eevee. You just have that Sylveon right. that has those egg moves. That's right. That's right. And this also includes, I'm assuming, Pokemon of the same egg group, right? So you can get a Skitty and you can get a Waylord. Maybe not in this game, because we don't know the Pokedex yet. You can get a Skitty and a Waylord, and you could pass on their egg moves, whatever the heck they are, because for some reason they're in the same egg group. For <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Weird. So that's also included, that's which is hilarious. just incredible, because you don't have to sit there making mm. eggs, hoping that the ones you want pass over. Because I don't think it was 100% guaranteed either. No, or not no. all of them didn't pass over at once. You have to like stack them on top of each other. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah everybody like, had like certain, well, certain moves were egg moves and certain moves were not. So mm -hmm. like moves that the Pokemon could learn weren't necessarily egg moves for that Pokemon, but they were egg moves for other, I think it's a whole thing. It's, it's, it's confusing, mm -hmm. but this makes it so much less confusing. And another thing that all these like these are all technically quality of life changes like this yes. doesn't impact the gameplay at all. It only really impacts the team building phase of competitive. It opens competitive up to a wider audience. Yes. Much wider. Yes. Because before, if no one told you this, how are you going to know this? Like that. It's just one of those scenarios. Right. So the fact that it's opening them opening up competitive to a wider audience could this could be the stepping stone i mean pokemon has been having competitive it has been in the competitive scene for quite some time but they have never stretched far beyond the horizon they've kind of right. always gone at their own pace i mean they're increased they're step by step increasing their prizing pools from like year to year but it's still nothing on the level of like league dota fortnite like the, anything like that right and it's so all this because be it's all because the there's just yeah. not enough people mm-hmm it's it's so hard it's it's a confusing game not confusing it, they just don't spoon feed you at all right and if you exactly. don't put in the effort to find out and if it you know someone that's new to competitive and you know some they're watching a video and that video just tells oh you have to make sure you get 252 evs 31 iv breed etc etc yeah, they're just going to be overwhelmed. Like, That's I mean, exactly. They're just going to be like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> yeah, but now, now it's a lot easier. And there's going to be, I would assume that with all of these new mechanics, there's going to be a lot of uh, in-game ways for for them to actually explain how it works or mm -hmm. to explain what to do. Because um, I feel like that that has been Pokemon's like number one problem for so long is just its inability to to onboard new people. Mm -hmm. And it's it's inability to kind of make uh, the team building part fun. So I, I found that like when people were playing old Pokemon games, they were able to to create like maybe one or two teams and and just kind of blast through any kind of post game with just those teams and not really mm -hmm. uh, make any changes. But now you're able to like experiment and you're able to you know try out new things because it's not it's not harder. It's not harder to it's not hard to to create a new a new team. You can have from all of the things that that have been added, including the new things like experience candies, which you know give thirty, which the extra large ones give thirty thousand experience. You put four of those That's on a Pokemon, ridiculous. four of those on a Pokemon, they're already level fifty. Like, That's literally ridiculous. We we did the math for that yesterday. Like yeah. the average of all Pokemon to get to level fifty. Now this is an average. Obviously, there's different Pokemon that take different experience levels. There are experience is, groups. I didn't know this. Yeah. Uh, again, how many how many years have we been playing Pokemon? Right? There's just so many things nobody tells you. That's true. It's true. You just kind of level up, and you're like, oh, this one seems to take a little bit longer than this one, but you don't give any. Mm -hmm. Any notice to it, but yeah, there the the average for all Pokemon to get to level fifty is one hundred and twenty five thousand experience. Yeah, yeah. One extra large candy gives you thirty thousand experience. That already gets you a quarter of the way there. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> More um, than a and quarter then, because, of yeah. course, if if bottle yeah. caps come back too, then that removes the whole you know need for IV breeding. Mm -hmm. uh, you can potentially have your one favorite nicknamed Pokemon. Uh, carried all the way to, to the top of its potential 
I have you a theory. Have to Mike. Run around for for hours and hours. What's your theory? My theory is the fact that they didn't mention bottle caps means one of two things. Okay. Either it's not in the game and they're mm-hmm. removing it so that you still have a reason to breed, or they're removing IVs. Period. Oh, oh, that's a that's a. And someone's the reason, taking a couple couple yeah. adamant mints here, man. Like, <laughs> adamant. <laughs> I also, don't, they should be called adamants. Let's let's ad- adamants. <laughs> Put your naive mint down. No, take <laughs> a naive mint for a second. I need to explain something to you. <laughs> I need. Uh, but the reason I'm I'm saying that is because I don't know if you know about this, but there was a Game Informer interview where they had like a, r- a lightning round with uh with the creators of Pokemon. Okay. With uh, Masuda and Omori, and they explained that. There is going to be a mechanic to make Pokemon that you took with your journey, mm-hmm. that you took with you on your like your story mode journey, uh, because they understand that people want to keep playing right. with the, they have special meaning, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. There's a mechanic so that they can be competitively viable. Now, people just assumed, okay, that's the that's this whole mint thing, but... IVs are a thing, and if they really yeah. want it so that you can carry these Pokemon to be competitively viable, then IVs have to be considered too. So either one of the two things I think is going to happen. Mm, I think people, or would, they just mm. keep bottle caps in. I don't know. I just figured they would have talked about it if they did, because they talked about everything else. Okay, so this is an interesting argument, though, because mm-hmm. I I understand the need for IVs, but if they were to remove IVs and I'm going to play in your space a little bit, I Mm -hmm. do understand that too. Cause why, what are really the point of IVs in the first place? They're just, just just for hidden power essentially. Oh, that's fair. Just for hidden power. Hmm. I mean, there could be other ways of deter. I mean, at this point there could just be an NPC in the game that lets you choose hidden powers. (laughs) I mean, right. Like they they handhold you all the way there. Yeah, at this point in the game, like that I said, that would be interesting. Me and Mike don't own the game. I don't. None of this, none of this was leaked, so we're not even teasing you. We genuinely don't know anything no. about this topic. We're just yeah exploring the yeah. possibilities. And I mean, okay. So before we before we take a break, um, let's also mention that there were some other like small quality of life changes. Like now you can access your box from anywhere, you know, 20 mm-hmm. years later, they're finally, was it how many, how many years has it been? 23, uh, 25, 25 years. 20, wow. at least 25. I think the original games came out in 93. So 93. So 26 yeah. years later, they finally allowed you to use your box mm-hmm. from anywhere. No. Finally. They had it in let's go Pikachu, but yeah, that, well, that's like a baby game. Yeah. We don't count that. Um, and then, uh, Nicknamed traded Pokemon can be uh, renamed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if someone trades you something good and nicknames it something stupid, you can fix that. Oh, wait, no. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. I'm thinking about that more. No, no, no. Um, Pokemon that were traded to you without nicknames, they can be be nicknamed. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, That's also true. You weren't able to nickname like a Charizard that you got in a trade. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because it just like hard stuck that as like, oh, no, this one's called Charizard. I called it that and (laughs) it needs to stay that. Like no, I can I can name it Terry if I want to. Okay, Terry the Charizard. But if you if you still get a stupid name Pokemon, you still have to use it. It's true. Um, and you had mentioned something about uh, G Max Butterfree. What was that that you mentioned? Oh, they um they released the schedule for the first G Max raids that oh. are going to happen. Apparently, it's on a schedule basis, so you can only get these certain Pokemon at a certain time. I think, which is interesting. They didn't really go into big depth about it, but they mentioned that uh from the release until January of 2020, the mm-hmm. G-Max Butterfree is going to be available, and the G-Max Dreadnought is going to be available for Sword, and then G-Max Corviknight available for for Shield. Amazing. Now, I don't know if they're going to interchange with Sword and Shield exclusives. Like, this is obviously a patchable thing, so every couple of months they're going to patch this in. So... If you guys aren't getting the games within the next couple of months, you have until after Christmas to get it so that you can get your, your Butterfree, your Dreadnought, or your Corviknight. You also have until Christmas to actually beat the game or to actually get to the point where you can buy them or get them. Yeah. Buy and them. guys, just so you know, since this is a competitive Pokemon podcast and we only talk about competitive mm. and sometimes mints, the G-Max Butterfree 
if this is legal in the format, because we don't know the format yet. We, we There's some speculations on what it's going to be. But if the G-Max Pokemon are in it, okay. Butterfree's G-Max ability is broken. Tell me about so, it. Oh, okay. It uses an attack, and then it hits everybody on the field, except for your Pokemon, I think. And there's a chance to paralyze, toxic, sleep, and freeze every Pokemon you hit. A right. one in four chance of each of those, which is ridiculous. <laughs> That's nuts. So if that is actually allowed, <laughs> I'm afraid. But G Max, yeah, G Max befuddle. Yeah. So that it's, okay, damn, inflicted damages to the target, causes poison paralysis or sleep to all opponents. All opponents. Oh, there's no freeze. Okay, there's no freeze. No, thank no God. freeze. But thank still, God. poison paralysis. <laughs> Or sleep, yeah, it's still good. Sleep. That's amazing. No burns wow. either. Okay, good. No burns, right? No burns. But still, those three are annoying. Yeah. All right. So with that, we're going to take a little break, um, and when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit more about VGC 2019. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. But before we do that, um, I do just want to let everybody know that uh, upon you know setting up this podcast we have set up um, a bunch of ways for people to to contribute um, one of those ways being patreon uh, if you go to patreon.com slash poke sports uh, p-o-k-e-s-p-o-r-t-s uh, you can check out our tiers there uh, that we're going to be we're going to be um, you know working on and, and developing as the as the coming days uh, go. Um, if you're on Twitch, you can also just type exclamation mark Patreon in the chat and it'll come up with, uh, that link. Um, again, all don't like, like Kevin said at the beginning, all donations to this podcast, uh, are put right back into the podcast uh, podcast. So if you're donating via Patreon or if you're donating via Twitch, um, all of that goes back into hosting, uh, on different podcast platforms. It goes into, uh, you know, creating better assets. Uh, obviously we have, we have what we have right here, uh, but uh, we do want to uh, really develop this into something that that everybody can really enjoy. Uh, and, and, you know, your contribution will really help to that. Um, and, yeah. and it's something that the market needs because yeah. Pokemon, like we said before, it is not the biggest competitive scene, but it's still big. It still has followers and. You know, just a competitive Pokemon podcast. It seems like it was necessary. So exactly. you guys enjoy that idea. And you guys enjoy the fact that, you know, you want Pokemon to grow into be something very relevant into, you know, the global scene. Because it is a popular game globally. Then contribute. Exactly. Game Freak should watch our podcast. Game Freak is watching our podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, we're going to be right back and uh, we will see you in just a second.
Hey, we are back. Um, during the break, uh, I, w- I was alerted to something by uh, by one of our one of our listeners, uh, Juan. Hi, Juan. Um, it it looks like you don't actually need heart scales anymore. Oh yeah. Did you know that? So this See, was, I'm, I'm afraid to say because I think it's a it's a spoiler. It's not. This one's not. It's this not? one's not. Okay. So this was uh, something that Eurogamer. I, I read about something else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So Eurogamer <laughs> managed to uh, get their get their hands on the on, on the game, and they let out an actual like official release saying okay. that uh, heart scales are are no longer needed to relearn moves. So, so um, what does that mean? What is that? You just talk to 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 Bob, and Bob gets you your moves back. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> like oh no it's okay don't don't pay me i'll just can you you imagine like this guy's entire life is dedicated to just memorizing pokemon's (laughs) loo moves and reteaching it to them (laughs) oh you silly belly you you forgot tackle again here you silly belly (laughs) charges up to (laughs) this is how how. you tackle tackles a pokemon to the ground oops (laughs) this is how you fire blast breathes fire All right. So, oh, I love Pokemon. It's a, it's a way of life, isn't it? Um, all right. So uh, we're going we're gonna to get back into this. And what we're going to mm-hmm. do, we're going to be talking about, boom, VGC 2019. Uh, now, VGC 2019 was... <laughs> was different thing vgc obviously for those of you again who don't know vgc stands for video game championships um so that is pokemon like the the official pokemon tournament for this video game uh it it always has the same or it's had the same format for the past couple years it's always been a double battle um with uh, four pokemon selected out of the six that you bring in so everybody comes in with a roster of six. You pick four from that and you and you go. And actually, one of the main reasons for us starting this podcast is I I don't know a ton about VGC. I know I know Kevin uh, has lived it for for years and years, mm-hmm. but um, I, I want to know more. So VGC 2020, uh, I'm going to try and uh, get a little bit more into uh, both with this podcast and with Kevin. Um, we're so we're gonna we're stick Mike inside of of regionals, boys. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> we're gonna put it's him gonna right there, and yeah. whether he wins or loses, he's gonna finish his series. <laughs> I already have. I already have he's, one he's in my going. schedule. I already have one <laughs> in my calendar is. that I'm going to uh, next yes. year. So that's interesting. That's what I like to hear. Well, it's the one that I'm going to go to with you, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be fun. So VGC 2019. From what I know. Uh, the winner was uh, a Japanese person by the name of Naoto, Mizu- <clears throat> Naoto Mizobuchi, mm-hmm. uh, with a runner-up being Hirofumi Kimura. Uh, have you Japan. heard of? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you heard of uh, either of these people before? I have not. They probably have top cutted before, but I think this mm-hmm. is the first or maybe second time they've made it to the finals each. Mm. But all in all, I was very very surprised I, I went back and i watched the matches there was a few things that caught me off guard they're gonna get into later after we like go over their teams but mm. in the interview i don't know he took a is there what nature is this I'm trying to think of what candy this is an adamant candy <laughs> this is an adamant candy right or okay. brave can oh, it's brave. not a brave candy. brave it's a yeah, brave okay. you think it's brave or yeah mm. it's a brave candy and when asked so, do you have anyone to thank for this? He oh, gave yeah. the the best answer in the world. He took an nah. audacity candy. <laughs> an audacity candy. He said, nah, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I only have myself to thank for this. And you know what? Maybe he's right. <laughs> I mean, usually Maybe. people go up there and they're like, oh, I want to thank my family or my friends for supporting me to get up to this point. Like, I've always wanted to be the Pokemon world champion. But, you know, he goes up there and they're like, oh, do you have anybody to thank? And he's like, nah. Just me. I'm good. <laughs> you know what? He's good at Pokemon. I mean, he is so good at Pokemon. He's good let's at be Pokemon. Honest. Yeah. So the the winner's team, Naoto's team, uh, was basically your standard VGC 2019 staple Pokemon. Yeah. Right? Like if you There's were to go on, of... what's the what's the stats website? Uh, Peakalytics. Peakalytics. If you were to you... go on Peakalytics and look at the top 10 uh pokemon used uh those were all those are all there 
these are all showdown statistics. That's also something else we might want to mention. They're oh, not battle spot. Yeah, they're not battle spot statistics. They're yeah. I think showdown statistics. Or they're just like, no, that would be too much work. If they mm. gathered all of the regional data. Because these are changing every day. So I think, yeah, I think they showed on statistics. I see. All right. So easy to come by. Those staple Pokemon uh, were Lunala, Salamence, uh, Primordial Groudon, and, and Tapu Fini. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the opponent's Pokemon, he was running a, an Umbreon and Necrozma and a, a Primal Groudon. And then between the two uh, games that they actually played, you had a Tapu Lele and a Salamence. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, those first three, Umbreon, Necrozma, uh, P. Groudon, they stayed the whole time in, in both games. Yeah. It was a quick uh, 2-0 out of the best of three. Um, and it was just, it was kind of brutal. <laughs> now, but here's the thing I do want to mention. Yeah. That Mizubuchi won with an Incineroar in his party, didn't bring mm. it to a single battle. Which That's is interesting shocking. because... Incineroar was like the by far most used uh, Pokemon in VGC 2019. Just to give you guys like kind of uh, an understanding of how big Incineroar is in this metagame. Uh-huh. There's 800 plus Pokemon that are allowed to choose from. Out of those 800 Pokemon, there was an Incineroar on every team 75% of the time. <laughs> Jeez. That's and nuts. the and the runner up after that is Primal Groudon at forty seven. There's there's a big discrepancy mm. just between those two numbers. It's almost thirty percent. So yeah, that's a ridiculous. That's and I mean, it, it, like, yeah. I I feel like Nintendo knew that it was going to be big. They put Incineroar in Smash. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, you're right. Saying, you know, I mean, it could just be because it's a wrestler. But you know what? I like your idea better. <laughs> I think it, it was intentional. I mean, what yeah. did Nintendo do at Worlds in uh, 2014? They revealed Kangaskhan. No, 2015. One of those years. They revealed Mega Kangaskhan at Worlds. And what happened the, uh, the following year? Yeah, Broken was, Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Broken Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. Are uh, Megas going to be in this? Like, I'm, I'm curious if Megas are going to be in this game. I don't like, think so. I Right? I think Megas are dead. And I am bittersweet about it. Mm. Why? Uh, what are you? What are you about? Okay, I'll go first. Mm. I'm bittersweet because I like the idea that Megas gave irrelevant Pokemon relevancy. Yes. But I dislike the idea that the irrelevant Pokemon became so damn strong. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's really scary. And along with that, you know, they gave relevant Pokemon even more relevancy. Like you have your Salamence, your Metagross, your like Pokemon that can function on their own, just mm-hmm. receiving more power. It just seems a little bit unnecessary. Exactly. And, it's true. And then we were introduced to Mega Rayquaza, and that 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 was the nail in the coffin for me. <laughs> and that's when everybody knew, oh, Megas are dead now. They want us to hate Megas. Got it. We can do that. I'm happy to do re- that. At least they realized their mistake. They did. See what yeah. what I think that that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Is they they learned from Sun, they learned from Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, that just adding on new mechanics is probably not the way to go. And I might be eating a lot of crow next week when, you know, Megas are in the game and Alolans are in the game. But from what my hypothesis is going to be, I believe that they're not going to bring any Alolan Pokemon into the game. I believe that they're not going to bring any uh, Mega Pokemon into the game because they have their G-Maxes, they have their Dynamaxes. I think that they're just going to run with that mechanic, let people experience the game with just that mechanic, and just that'll be the end of it. I mean, I hope. I agree with you, and another supporting factor to all that is that they weren't even able to include a full dex, so why would they include... You know the extra Pokemon. They're not technically Pokemon. They're just forms of an already existing Pokemon. Exactly. So. So if you don't bring that Pokemon in, then you can't bring in its alternate form. So that's two Pokemon just gone. Uh, And on that note, uh, what I actually want to do is I want to provide us with some uh, with some obituaries uh, (laughs) for certain Pokemon. If if indeed Megas are gone from the game, which again, we don't know, it could be, it could not, who knows. Um, if Mega Pokemon are indeed gone from the game, then that means that 
certain Pokemon, whether they be in the game or not, are going to become completely irrelevant. And so I just want to give a, a hearty rest in peace. Uh, first up to our bug friends, Pinsir, our bug, our bug Beedrill, our bug boys, <laughs> Pinsir, Beedrill, and and Heracross. Uh, kind God. of Heracross, but yeah, they're just no, no Heracross. The Heracross is out the window. Heracross. <laughs> See, and uh, that that hurts me so bad because like Heracross in the shell was was a pretty badass G. He's just sticking on that tree, sucking some sap. No one bothered him, right? No one messed with him. And the second someone did, they get the they get the hoof out of there, or the horn out of there. They get the horn. Yeah, they get the horn. <laughs> they get the mega horn. So so they're super gone. They're super gone. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is gone? Uh, you've got Ampharos, who's not going to see any play. Uh, Mawile mm-hmm. is not going to see any play. Banette. Oh God, Mawile. Mawile. Oh my God. <laughs> God, Mawile. See, Jesus. Mawile was one of those Pokemon that, like, oh. once they got a mega form, I was it like, was so oh. good. Oh, it was Mawile. literally top five out of My all friend. the ones they introduced. Yeah, Mawile was top five. Mawile Absolutely. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mawile was so so good. With the at the time unique typing of Steel Fairy too, which is yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mawile's gone. Bye, Mawile. Uh, bye, Mawile. Banette, Banette. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why do we need you? We have ghosts. We have ghosts. Banette was gone while it was a mega. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Uh, Absol, same kind of thing. Like Absol yeah. wasn't wasn't ever great. It just looked but, nice. Um, it was definitely better with its mega. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It gave uh, it some kind of purpose. Exactly. It gave it a dog's purpose. Uh, Low Punny's gone. Buy Low Punny. Oh, another good one too. Actually, saw a lot of play this year. Also, yeah. Since we're talking about VGC, it's true. It's true. And then <laughs> our our best friend Audino. <laughs> <laughs> oh best pokemon 10 best out of pokemon. 10 let's yep. give a pokemon only used for leveling up other pokemon a mega evolution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like giving mega chancy or mega <laughs> what's oh my the God, point mega chancy oh i just thought of one that that would have been so good um flygon mylotic Fly- no it was like <laughs> the same kind of breed as as Adina. spinda Imagine oh, a Mega Spinda. But, but Spinda's so good, dude. Spinda's so good. <laughs> Spinda's my favorite. Contrary superpower, dude. That's all mm-hmm. you need. Contrary superpower is really good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there are a couple that I'm I'm kind of worried about. Like, they, they're not, uh, they're not terrible. Bad. They're not terrible, but they're mm-hmm. not fantastic. That being only three, uh, Camerupt, Glalie, and Deancey. I'm, I'm just not so sure. Like, I'm worried about you. Guys, like, call yeah. me. Yeah. I need Camerupt to call me. <laughs> Please, camera. Tell me how you're doing. I heard Clearly, it's raining outside. It's <laughs> Make raining sure you outside. don't go outside. Camera, it's me. raining. Oh man, Glalie, uh, you're just so angry. I think you might explode. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> but like, it used to have an outlet for that. It used to be yeah. able to mega evolve and get like super angry. But now it's just like, <laughs> gotta hold all that in. Poor thing. We're worried about them. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk about what's coming up in, in VGC uh, 2020. Now, obviously, inside the game, they've they've already announced uh, a new competition coming up. Kevin, you want to talk about that? Uh, they have. And this is relevant because it might just be a hint as to what VGC is going to be similar to mm. from December. I think December signups are going to have an international challenge, which means, you know, anybody around the world can play at the exact same time and i think uh they didn't say how many battles you have to do but the rules are uh singles and gallard decks only Ah. which is obvious because only the gallard decks exists (laughs) but it's interesting it's just a singles battle i don't think vgc is going to be singles it hasn't been in a very long time or at all right so i think that but I do think it's just going to be do- doubles gallery decks. You think it's, it's like, going to be like the same kind of format, just with, with just with gallery decks? Yeah, I think doubles gallery decks. No Zassi, no Zamazenta, no Et- Eternatus. Everything else is fair game. Yeah, that's just true. like there's, no cover legends. Not a ton else's. of not a ton of like banned new Pokemon. Oh, uh, banned old Pokemon. I suppose mm-hmm. if it's, it's gallery decks only, they're probably not going to bring back a lot of the legendaries. Or if they do, then you know they're going to be banned. Who knows? I know. I think there was actually a no. There was a quote that said they're not bringing back any legendaries. Really? Post games. Yeah. Oh I don't my know. God. Don't quote me on this quote, but I think there was a quote. 
Mm, I see. Yeah. All right. Well, who knows? Um, yeah. So, I mean, VGC 2020 technically started back in, back in September, but uh, they, they do it kind of weird, right? Like they, they used VGC 2019's uh, rule set and, and their Pokemon up until the new game comes out. And then when the new game comes out, you know, they just do a hard switch over. Mm -hmm. Now, that's interesting because it was like that before for I think when X and Y switched over to Oras, it was like that. And then when Oras switched over to Sun and Moon, also like that. It's a different it's it's weird, but it's mm. understandable. Like up until you have VGC twenty nineteen rules up until the game's release. So I think the last uh regional in the in the North America is the Oregon regional. Okay. That was actually this weekend while we're recording <laughs> the, the 8th to the 10th. So that would be the last VGC 2019 rules. And then it shifts to 2020 rules in the Daytona Beach, Florida regionals, which is the oh. 29th to the 1st of December. That means that from this space, we're going to be finding out the rules. We still don't know the rules, but obviously once we find out, we'll go over them with you. From, I'm speculating just mm-hmm. doubles Galar decks, no mm. cover legends, because that's what they always do. That's what it was for X and Y the first year, or as of the first year, Sun and Moon the first year. So it's 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 a pattern, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, but it's I exciting. mean, that's interesting, right? Like, mm-hmm. I I can't wait for the new the new season. I'm I'm curious what what changes they're going to bring, what what the rule set's going to be from from a podcast perspective. I'm excited for this podcast for the week that oh, all yeah. those rules comes out because that's just going to be a, a like information left and right. We've, we're going to have lots of lots of stuff to talk about. Easy uh, content. Easy content. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so again. Uh, let me just uh, look at that. Yeah, I mean, what what does I wanted to say? What does uh, VGC twenty twenty uh, the the pre Sword and Shield uh, rule set and and set of Pokemon mean? Uh, which you know, obviously, it means that there's going to be a lot of use of VGC twenty nineteen's uh, champion team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's always the fact too that. Uh, there's going to be a lot of teams that are trying to specifically counter that team. And so you're going to see a lot of the meta shift to countering the, what was it? Uh, Lunala Salamence Primordial Grout on Tapu Fini. Incineroar. Incineroar, exactly. Most of that's just <laughs> more Incineroar. But now this is uh, something specific to, or more, it's not specific because there does exist even in a unrestricted format like this one where everything is legal. Yeah. There does exist like counters from week to week, but countering what is meta is more prevalent in restricted dex formats because you have a lot less Pokemon to work with, a lot easier to counter the Pokemon that you right. know are going to show up. When you have an unrestricted dex, you just have scenarios where you have these Pokemon, these like, I guess, like godlike Pokemon that can't simply be countered. Right. Like, Incineroar, Groudon, Xerneas. Well, Xerneas can be countered, but you t- t- the fact that you have to run a specific Pokemon in your slot to counter just one thing. Who do you have to run to counter Xerneas? I mean, you have a couple of options. You could do um, Ferrothorn. Mm. You can do... Gyro Ball. Uh, yeah, Gyro Ball. Stack mm. a stack a Gyro Ball. It, it's good because when he goes for Geomancy, he gets plus two speed. Ah. And since Stack a stack a and... Uh, Ferrothorn are so slow, the Gyroball just one shots. Stack or one, one one or two shots. It mm. depends on their investment. Because usually they still want to go tanky because Xerneas technically can't hit them at all unless they have like a hidden power ground or hidden I power see. fire. Yeah. Interesting. And and is that something that you see a lot with Xerneas is running hidden power fire? Um, I've seen it in the beginning. Not mm-hmm. so much now. It, uh, people just switch out now they just don't care they're just like okay here's they here's an incineroar like, you want yeah you want to you want to bring out a ferrothorn or a stack of stack here's my incineroar to just take yeah. it all to yeah. not care that's fair yeah um so there's something that we also use uh air balloon a lot on that stack of stack yes i think so okay i think so but there's there's a couple things we forgot to mention we also forgot to mention uh there were two more items that were added 
oh, yeah. that were officially revealed with his room service and um oh yeah that was months ago yeah that was a long time ago oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no this was at worlds they revealed this room this service the and, and, the, and the uh the trick room item oh that is room service that is room service the other one's called mm -hmm. um eject pack oh yeah eject, eject pack. pack that's it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now i want to talk about eject pack specifically because okay. room service is kind of obvious you make non-trick room pokemon trick room simple we know people who would love yeah that. a couple people yeah <laughs> uh but yeah that one's kind of straightforward to the point you can make a gengar very slow good job yep. Yep. Uh, i don't know if it's worth the move slot i mean a, an item slot but it's there mm. and uh another th the interesting one is a jack pack because that's a double-edged sword tell me again what a jack pack does uh if your stats get lowered, you switch out. Oh, I see. This is a double-edged sword because it's very good on, say... I mean, the trailer, they, they gave the example with Draco Meteor. You mm -hmm. go for the Draco Meteor, do as much damage as you can, get the negative two, switch out, and then you get switch priority. Yeah. To then, you know... Especially if you're a fast Draco Meteor user, you can attack, switch out, and then replace your Pokemon with something that you think can resist your weaknesses to take those hits for you. Mm -hmm. So it's really good in that scenario. But in other scenarios, like what if you get icy winded? What right. if you get intimidated? You switch out. <laughs> what if you get hit by something that's faster than you uh, and it lowers your stats? And then you switch out and you never got to attack. Or yeah. what if, or what if they switch into like an intimidator and mm -hmm. you know, that's just like, you know, you're what plus six priority, right? You, you're not getting an attack off that turn. You're yeah, not getting you're, a, a hazard set up that turn. Cause you just eject back to yourself out. And that was a similar problem with a uh, eject button, right? Right. Like, eject button. Unless you were faster, people could just touch you and you leave and then mm -hmm. you do nothing. That's why it was never really seen unless you're I mean the only Pokemon I've seen eject eject button be run successfully on mm -hmm. are fake out intimidate hit on top because okay. it wants to switch out after it gets the intimidate off it doesn't care right it's kind of serves its whole purpose and uh what was it called Politoed. I've seen it on Politoed, but even that was just that to great. set up the rain yeah just set up the rain leave and then bring in your swift swimmer oh okay that was like the thing yeah yeah, but, I could, like I could see that used on, I guess, like a Bombus nose, but who? Yeah, who like it doesn't make a lot of sense. Right? Also, rest in peace to my boy Bombus I love that Mega Evolution. Oh yeah, right. That was a thing oh, people man. forgot about. <laughs> and again, I just want to stress: we have no idea if those are going to be in the game mm -hmm. or not. We're uh, just assuming they're we're not. Just yeah. assuming that Megas aren't. We're assuming that certain Pokemon aren't. We have no idea. Um, anyway, imagine a Gigantamax Mega Evolution. <laughs> just, just add stats on stats. Um, I I'm not gonna lie. When uh, Dynamaxing first came out or first was uh, announced, uh, I had a straight up nightmare of Dynamax uh, Mega Beedrill. Oh geez, so. yeah. <laughs> Let's give a Mega Beedrill more health. Exactly. Three, Let's give it more health. Let's times. make it bigger. Like, what do you think about Dynamaxing, Gigantamaxing? Do you think that it's balanced? Do you think that it's going to be okay? Or do you think that it's completely stupid and broken? So it's it's just a uh, it's just a health boost, right? A health boost and yeah. like certain attacks are different? Yeah, and usually they're better. They're stronger. They're right. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be okay. Like, I, I can't see more health really changing a lot of Pokemon. Uh, I think it's going to be... Um, interesting to see if it's, if, if it's used in competitive, um, mm -hmm. and how they use it. Uh, I mean, if, if the past is any indication, like they kept Z moves in, they kept, uh, Megas in. So I would assume that they're going to keep, uh, Dynamaxing and possibly not Gigantamaxing, but who knows, um, keep yeah. those in the game. Uh, if they do keep Gigantamaxing in and, and that's like a, a staple, um, then I would assume that much like uh, in, in 2019 and 2018, 2017, um, there's going to be one Pokemon on each team that has uh, the ability to G-Max. 
much like there was one Pokemon that had the ability to use Z move. There was one Pokemon that had the ability to, to go mega. mega. Like yeah. they were just so good. You wouldn't, you wouldn't not you want built to run around them. them. You yeah. built around them. Exactly. But I do think they're nerfed in a sense that you only have three turns. And right. if this is VGC, you can protect two of those turns. Yeah. So they really only get one. Unless, I think, unless their moves break through protect. And if they do, well Did then. I, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not But I believe that I heard this months ago. When there if you guys were... watch this on Twitch, you can tell us live. Yeah, you can absolutely. <laughs> please, on Twitch, tell us live. Um, I believe I heard that those moves do go through Protect, and that's not a not a leak. I know it's not a leak because I'm pretty sure that I heard that when Dynamaxing first came out. Do you think they go through 100% or just like 30% like Z moves did? Oh, that's true. I don't know. Oh, is that what it was? It was just down to 30%? It was like, it was a low percentage. Yeah, oh. They break through, but they don't do full damage. Oh, I get it. I get it. They just tickle you. Yeah. So one of the people in in, uh, chat, Haiwan, says that there's a special protect um, specifically for Dynamaxing. Hmm, I hadn't heard that. A super protect. Super protect. Interesting. Anyway, so uh, that is almost going to end it. Before we we end off, we do have uh, a few uh questions uh here to ask and again uh just while we're answering these these next couple uh you can submit your questions by uh typing exclamation mark question uh in the chat we still have a little bit of time to get around to to these these questions and Uh, also if you're watching this on youtube you can leave a question and we will answer it the following week we obviously can't answer it live but yeah Yeah. well we'll do our best (laughs) next week um again that's actually going to be interesting for the people who leave comments this week um since you know this is going to be like this week there's no game next week there is game so we'll be able to answer those questions with context with the the Mm -hmm. games that come out next week anyway uh the juancito marvel uh asks what mon looks the most promising for the new vgc season uh both confirmed returning mons and new mons so i guess for this one we're just talking the ones that we've we've uh seen on, on release yeah. Yes. Ones that have been officially no. Okay. Kevin, I'll let you go first on that one. Uh, I have to think about this. That we officially know. Intimidate is big. I mm-hmm. think Intimidate is going to continue being big because we have a lot of Intimidate Pokemons coming back officially. They were seen in trailers. You yeah. got Gyarados, you got Arcanine, etc., etc. A lot of strong Intimidators, especially since Gyarados, even though no Mega or quote unquote no Mega, is still very promising, still very strong Pokemon. Yeah. You set up a you set up a D dance, you can actually almost sweep. <laughs> it's kind of scary. It's true. And then Arcanine, you can make that the most defensive pupper you've ever seen. So I think in terms of just returning Pokemon, Intimidator is gonna be super big. We there is gonna be a return of Milotic though. That's something to keep in mind. Milotic has competitive and also female Meow Stick is back in. I'm, I'm not sure. sure. Actually, no, I'm not 100% on that. I think just competitive. No, what both Pokemon have competitive? It's a Milotic, female Meowstic, and Gothitelle. I know Milotic's... Wow, good for you. You really know, know those ones just like off by heart, huh? I can't remember if Flygon's in or Milotic's in. I don't have the decks memorized, guys. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But I know... Okay, going back. I know Intimidate's going to be big. I don't mm. know if a lot of competitive users are in or if a lot of Defiant users are in, but if they are then Intimidate will obviously not be that favorable. For me, I think that there's going to be um, a lot of the new Pokemon that are that are kind of made for power creep. Uh, I, I feel like mm-hmm. uh, Corviknight is going to be something, you know, something of beauty. Um, either it's going to be as good as or replace Skarmory. I don't know if it's in the game, um, but... Like it, it has the same typing, I believe, does it not? It's yeah, still yeah. flying. Still, still flying. I'm, I'm interesting if it feels. I'm interesting. I'm interested to know if it fills the same niche that that Skarmory felt uh, filled because it I did think, have that. Uh, it did have a place. I think Skarmory was kind of like a defensive entry hazard setter. I think that um, Corviknight he looks offensive. Mm. Like he, well, I look at Corvin. I, I think of like, what's that Pokemon called? That Gen Four bird. 
Gen 4 bird? Star Raptor. I, Star I look Raptor. at Corviknight and I think of Star Raptor. Like, very hard-hitting, very fast. Mm. Well, fast with a scarf bird. Which gets access to, like, cool moves. But that's just my opinion. I don't know his moves. Hmm. But in, in terms of um, new Pokemon that they're introducing, I think that... Chunky Pikachu. Chunky P- Chunkster Pikachu, mm-hmm. yes. I think that... In terms of Gigantamax, is probably pretty good too. Also, to be honest, because I think only the uh, the the OP Pikachu from Let's Go can turn into that. Right. And the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee starters, mm-hmm. they are broken. <laughs> like in the in the game, they're broken. <laughs> if they're gonna let me use whatever Zippy Zap or or any of those Buzzy moves, Buzz. like Buzzy <laughs> Buzz, yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm dropping the game. I'm. I'm <laughs> See you next time. This this was a fun podcast, but later. <laughs> but I think Duraludon is worth mentioning. Duraludon, yeah, yeah, because he has that new Steel type move mm-hmm. that is kind of uh, like a st- a Steel Hyper Beam, I think, or something right. like that. Right, right. It's it's strong. It's strong. And Surfetch, I think it's going to actually surprise a lot of people. I, I think hope it's gonna so. Be good. I hope. I think so. it's going to be good. Surfetch looks cool, and I just want mm-hmm. it to be. I want it to be good. All right. Uh, Run Turn, our Ryan Hunter, uh, has asked, uh, which Pokemon do you want to see Game Freak bring into Sword and Shield, and which Pokemon do you hope they leave out? Oh, I like that one. Oh, okay. I already know my answer to this. Okay, please. Okay. I want them to bring in Irrelevant Dragons. Irrelevant and by irrelevant, Dragons. Irrelevant Dragons. Dragons that Dragons. exist... Yes, dragons that exist, but never got to shine because they weren't Salamence or Garchomp. Okay, all right, I'm on board with this. Yes. So we're talking and like I, Haxorus. I want, yeah, I want Haxorus, I want Como-O, I want mm. Flygon, I want the Irrelevant Dragons. Hydreigon, eh, we know he's in the game, but eh, he's still good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I want no Salamence, and I want no Garchomp. Also, two Pokemon that got Megas and didn't need them. <laughs> That's true. That is true. They were they were great without them. Yes. And so that, to that point, a lot of people them. continued to use uh, Garchomp even without the Megastone. I think, yeah, I think Garchomp on Megad was more popular than Megad Garchomp. See what I mean? That's the thing. Like, if you have... Yeah. If you have a Pokemon that you can use without Mega, there really isn't a need for it to have a Mega mm-hmm. at all. It Maybe. just got a Mega know. for popularity. That's it did. It, it did. Um, for me, yeah. oh, what do you hope they, they, uh, leave out? Oh, Salamence and, oh, that works. And Garchomp. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and then for me, let me think about that. Let me think about that. I think that I would want them to bring back. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I loved using, I have like three Pokemon that I loved using, uh, Cloyster. I loved using, um Clefable I loved using because of the mm. um stored power and and is Calm it cosmic me. power? Oh maybe oh, was cosmic power? I think cosmic power was the one that upped the defense. It upped both of them. Yeah. Stored power was the one that that fired mm-hmm. it off. Yeah. Um yeah. so Clefable was one and Broloom was one. I really want to see them bring back Broloom. I loved using Broloom. Um, I always saw you as a minior. Minior was great too. <laughs> oh man, I hope they have Minior. Minior had such great type. You could get like a nice shell smash off with that and like it wouldn't completely destroy it. Yeah, because uh, it defenses. can take that one hit, right? Um, yeah. Shell smash, white herb, and then acrobatics. That was fun. That's a literally only a singles Pokemon though. Yeah, I know. Because that I whole know. strat goes out the windows if you just double into it. But there is a singles <laughs> tournament uh, in December. Yeah, that's true. So fingers crossed fingers crossed is my rapper name all right <laughs> so uh i think with that we're gonna end our first episode of of poke sports kevin how, how do you feel about this one hey mike we made it we, we made it. it we made it we actually Ten. went over we we managed to talk for over an hour on this one that's promising we're the best i like we're the okay. best <laughs> guys don't subscribe for the podcast subscribe for us yeah because we fun. did it <laughs> we did it all right speaking of us here's our socials yeah, <laughs> speaking of us you can uh find me at still just mike you can just google me i'm, I'm apparently very searchable 
Uh, there it is. <laughs> I'm going to toot my own horn on that one. Uh, best place you can find me right now is Instagram. Uh, Kevin, where can they find you? Uh, X Rays Ovation on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, X R A Z. Wait, I can't even say my name. X R A Z E Ovation. There you go. A lot of people ask me, like, if it means X Ray, like the thing doctors do. Oh, no. like X R A Y S. No, yeah. X R A Z E. Like ovation. a standing O for. <laughs> looking at your bones <laughs> got it uh, and again is. thank you to uh, all the people who uh, followed and subscribed to us on twitch today and uh for our for our new subscribers uh, thank you so much um again the podcast is recorded live on twitch uh every sunday at 9 p.m eastern standard uh and then released everywhere else on wednesdays so uh go and go and follow us wherever you wherever you find your podcasts and wherever you find this podcast and we will see you next week on another also, exciting episode of Pocus Sports. Ooh, ooh, I got one more thing. Tell me. If you guys don't have the means mm. to donate or subscribe, then yes. a simple like or a rate, a review, etc. goes a long way because it's algorithm friendly. We like algorithms here. <laughs> we're fans of this algorithms. Because this is competitive Pokemon. Where we're, this is a competitive Pokemon podcast where we talk about nothing but competitive Pokemon. And there are mm. algorithms in that game. We that's love my the numbers. That, that's my connection. We love the numbers. <laughs> All, right. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye-bye. Are we off the air? No. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> We weren't off the air at all. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>